Blog Talk Radio. fabulous guest for you today. Her name is Linus Woods Mullins. I first met Linus through our mutual friends, Kat Cannabis and Suzanne Streisauer. Kat is the other Wicked Housewife on our TV show, Wicked Housewives on Cape Cod, as well as a radio host. And Suzanne is also a radio host on Blog Talk Radio. That is how I got to know Linus as a dynamic woman who has a passion for fitness and wellness and is going to share some of what she has learned with us today on the show. Linus Woods Mullins is CEO and founder of PraiseWorks Health and Wellness, a faith-based mind, body, and spirit wellness company that specializes in educating women over 40 about total wellness. Linus offers coaching programs, ebooks, CDs, DVDs, radio and podcast programs about fitness, nutrition, spiritual renewal, and holistic practices. She is the producer and host of the Wellness Journey Live and Our Journey to Wellness Moments on Blog Talk Radio. She is the publisher and editor-in-chief of the e-magazine Wellness Woman 40 and Beyond, as well as a featured columnist for Women's Voices e-magazine. Linus is married and the proud mother of four grown daughters and three grandchildren. Linus, welcome to the show. I'm so glad you're here. Thank you so much for inviting me, Laurie. It's great to be here. You know, when I listen to um, you know the bio, it's like, wow, it's amazing how many things have happened, how much has happened in the last uh, almost seven years. Just amazing. It's incredible. I mean, you've done so much and shared so much with so many people. It's just fabulous. But, Linus, you didn't start out as having your PraiseWorks company. You actually were a human resource executive with a major company, but you made a huge transition in your life. Can you tell us about your journey? Uh, yes, um, I have made a huge transition. I, um, uh, for 25 years, was in the field of human resources, um, went to um, college, went to undergrad to prepare myself for a career in corporate America. And I thought, you know, on the surface anyway, it looked like I had the American dream. I had a great husband, um, a beautiful home, four daughters, uh, three in college, one on the way to college. Uh, on my way to being an empty nester, um, you know, in my just just had turned 51, and everything seemed um, on the surface to be exactly how I had planned it to be. But I found out one day that that was not exactly true. Um, I had been in a meeting. I went to a meeting, and in this meeting, my boss's boss was telling me that he really thought it was time for me to clean house on my staff. I had what he called dead weight. And one person in particular 
uh, he felt I needed to let go. And I knew her backstory. I knew why her attendance wasn't that great. I knew why her work product wasn't, you know, as stellar as it used to be. And I really felt bad about it because I knew that she was just going through a divorce. She um, uh, just found out she was uh, had um, breast cancer, and she had an incorrigible teenager. So, I mean, life had just dealt her a really bad hand over the last few months, and it showed in her work. And it really upset me that they wanted me to talk about letting her go. It just seemed to be so... Um, no compassion, none at all. And mm-hmm. and the reality is, is that, you know, I, I didn't have those same problems, but I had other issues going on that I just pushed back and never showed. Whereas this uh, woman, she had issues and it showed. I mean, she was pretty transparent about what she was going through. She They didn't know all the details. All they knew was that it, her work was failing. And so I went home pretty upset. And the next morning when I woke up, um, I was crying. And I couldn't figure out why I was crying. I couldn't stop crying. I, I called into work, which is something I never do. I didn't even work from home. I didn't get on my laptop. I turned off my cell phone, my pager. Um, I just totally disconnected and curled up in bed, which is something I never do. I always are, and I'm always up between 4 o'clock and 4.30 a.m. every morning. That's just how my biological clock runs. And it's very rarely that I go back to bed. But this time, I didn't even get up out of bed. And I'm like boo-hooing. One of my daughters was visiting. She had spent the night at her girlfriend's house, and she came back home to have, you know, breakfast with me before I went to work. And uh, she came, she's answering the doorbell. She didn't have her key. And uh, I wasn't answering, and she knew I was there because the car was there. So she immediately got concerned because normally I'm up and gone by that time, but I had told her I would be home uh, when I talked to her the night before for a little while. And um, she got very concerned. She knocked on the doors and all that, finally went around to the house in the backyard where my bedroom is, the master bedroom is downstairs, not start banging on the patio door. I couldn't ignore her then. So I answered the door, and she immediately saw something was wrong. She'd never seen me cry like that before, so she was concerned. And so she called you know, my husband, and uh, he said he's on his way, and she said she couldn't get me to stop crying, and I wasn't – I started hyperventilating. He said, call the ambulance. The ambulance came and picked me up and brought me to the hospital, you know, uh, where I was, I was responsible for three hospitals and 13 clinics, and that particular hospital is where I was based. So I knew the staff there, and they were just all shocked because I'm always such a uplifting, happy-go-lucky, optimistic person, and here I was in the depths of despair, barely able to talk, couldn't breathe. So they finally got me under control. They gave me something to help me slow down so I could talk to them. And then I went through a litany of tests and talked to a therapist, talked to a psychologist or a counselor. Finally, after about eight or nine hours, at the end of the day, they come to me and they say, Linus, you're exhausted and you need to get some rest. And my boss came into the meeting too and he said, we want you to take a respite for at least a week or two. You just need to totally disconnect from this place. And he said, if you don't do it voluntarily, then I'm going to write you out involuntarily because we're really concerned about your health. And I was, like, shocked because by that time I had calmed down, my mask was back on, I had pushed back whatever it was that was bothering me and had talked myself into thinking, you know, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. And they were like, no, you're not fine. You need to take this time. So I agreed and went to a respite for a week. And at that respite, I was allowed to only take my journal. And then they had books that were there. And while I was there, I was journaling a lot. I saw a therapist. I went to group therapy. And 
Uh, it was a beautiful place, and it gave me some time to really stop and reflect and to finally admit to myself that something was wrong, something was desperately wrong. And um, I read a book called The Language of Letting Go by Melanie Beattie, and that began my journey of really doing the work that was necessary for me to get well. And in this book is a book of affirmations and stories about what she went through. And it's a book originally written for Alcoholics Anonymous. But there was some really interesting information in here about the importance for us to enter into self-care, self-love, to enter into forgiveness, and letting go of those things that, you know, don't serve you well, and letting go of those things that you can't control. And um, I think control was a a big word for me that I didn't mm-hmm. even know was in my vocabulary because that's what I was doing. Mm-hmm. And it must have been completely frightening for you to to go through that experience and frightening for your family and your doctors and everyone that you work with. I can't even imagine. And then, you know, so abruptly learning that you're not going to go to work for two weeks and you're going to be home for a while. It was frightening and it was um, unsettling because I've never taken that kind of time off from work unless it was uh, for vacation. But I found out when I was um, at the respite that I really needed some time, that the things that I needed to do, I couldn't do in, in a week or two weeks in terms of really digging deep and doing the work that was necessary to get well. Mm-hmm. I was able to take a sabbatical with pay and for the next year, I went through a process of trying to discover what I wanted to do when I grew up. And <laughs> yeah, and through that process, um, I discovered that I didn't want to go back to corporate America, that I wanted to use my other gifts, talents, and abilities that God had blessed me with. I wanted to do more on the creative side. And it was from that that PraiseWorks was born. And initially I thought I was going to be doing praise dance, but I quickly found out after working with women that I needed to do so much more. And Mm -hmm. I began to, you know, uh, educate myself uh, and and go to uh, classes and work with um, a marketing consultant, a graphic artist, and a Mm -hmm. business consultant to come up with programs and services for women over 40. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it really started with that epiphany and finding out and going through this process of finding out uh, what was eating lettuce? So they say, what was what's eating garlic? What was that, that song? What's eating? Right. Um, yeah. What Gilbert was eating grape. lettuce? Yeah. What's <laughs> eating Gilbert, Gilbert grape? Yeah. Right. What's, what's eating lettuce? So I had to figure out what's eating lettuce. And right. um, I found that out during that year. It was so blessed and so grateful that I was given that year uh, to be able to find out the things that were wrong and to start that journey to fix them. Mm-hmm. So many people right now, they're dealing with the aftermath of downsized workplace or an illness or a slow economy, a career change or a job change. So a lot of people are going through a really tough time right now. What are three things that you would advise them to do? What helped you? Well, I tell you, one of the things is that I had kept so much much stuff bottled up. I had Mm -hmm. kept so much pushback that I didn't even know. Uh, what was bothering me. I was diagnosed with an anxiety disorder, and I didn't realize that it was not normal to wake up in the morning and feel so anxious that you're going straight downhill in a roller coaster with no restraints. That's how I feel. You ever had that feeling going down a roller coaster? Yes. That's how I felt in the morning. And wow. the only thing that took that feeling away was a cup of coffee. That's why I began to drink <laughs> coffee. Uh, hey, it worked, okay? 
even though I drank that coffee and it chased that feeling away, it didn't chase away what was causing that. So the first thing that I learned and what I would advise everyone to do when you are trying to search to figure out what's eating you, what's going on with you, is journaling. Um, I have been journaling since about 1990, and the reason why I started was because of a um, traumatic event that I went through, and I'll talk about that in a minute, but I journaled, and uh, that really helped me just get some of my thoughts out. Keeping those things bottled up inside of you and not writing it out is so unhealthy, or not talking it out. If you're not a writer, if you have a trusted girlfriend uh, that you can talk to, uh, a friend of someone that you know will just listen, not necessarily give you solutions, just listen, uh, that's very helpful because you've got to get that stuff out. So much of what we're thinking about inside of ourselves is toxic. And one of the things you want to do when it comes to toxins is to get that stuff out. So you've got to regurgitate that stuff. And, you know, if you can afford to go to a therapist, that's fantastic. But this is in addition to a therapist. It's just sometimes writing a journal out or talking out with someone helps you organize your thoughts for the journal. It prepares you. So that's one of the things I would definitely mm-hmm. do. The mm-hmm. second thing that I would do is to really take a look at what you're doing in terms of your movement regime. Now, notice I said movement, not exercise, because I know when you talk about exercise, it just really turns people off. Exactly. Um, you know, it's like, ah, I don't have time, I don't want to, it's been years, mm-hmm. I've high school, I get it, I get it. Right. Now, in my particular, you know, profession, my other profession, you know, along with corporate America, I was a dancer, and I danced, um, you know, all the time and never stopped dancing. So I was in pretty good shape. But I'm not talking about movement so much in terms of, great, I'm talking about movements in terms of your emotional health. When you're moving, there are certain endorphins, hormones that get going, feel-good hormones, happy hormones, and that makes such a huge difference in terms of how you feel. So whether it's a brisk walk in the morning or uh, maybe you like swimming. I love swimming. Water is so healing. Or perhaps um, you like to jog or you like to go roller skating or uh, whatever it is that you can do to get moving that you enjoy doing. Now, I'm not talking about training for a marathon or for a bodybuilding competition or anything like that. Something that you enjoy that gets you moving, that will get those endorphins going. It is so important to make sure you do what you can to increase your happy hormones while mm-hmm. you're going through that metamorphosis getting well. You're talking about moving. And uh, I do exercise, but, you know, sometimes if I just don't feel like exercising, but I just need some time, uh, you know, some downtime or whatever, I just go walking in the mall. And then I'm like, oh, I can shop too. And, you know, but it helps keep my yes. mind off what a, whatever what it is that I'm things, doing. That's such a that's such a great idea, Lori. I'm glad you mentioned that because one of the best things I tell my clients all the time when they get into the idea of just moving again, and this sounds crazy, but it works, you park at the furthest spot in the parking lot of wherever you're going. It's going uh-huh. to be safe. And you use that to walk to the entrance of wherever you're going. That's movement. If you're going to the grocery store, you start at one end of the store and you walk up and down the aisles of that store. I know it takes a little bit of extra time, but plan it so that you can do it. That's movement. I'm not advocating putting everything you see on the shelf in your basket, but I do say that if you stop and start at one end, you're pushing a cart and you're moving, go up and down those aisles, 
that's a form of movement. What I do when I go to the grocery store, and I know it sounds crazy, people look at me, but who cares? I'm a little crazy, that's fine. I have my iPod on with my music, and I'm going up and down the aisles of the store, singing to the music, and it's amazing how much better <laughs> you feel. Yeah, it's a little weird, but you know what? Most of the time, people just kind of look and smile like, wow, she seems happy. And yeah, I, I am. Uh-huh. I do feel happy, yeah. It's, and, of course, that kind of thing is contagious. You can't get mad at someone who's happy and smiling. And so most people right. are like, okay, she's a little crazy, but let's let her do her thing. But that's <laughs> the way to begin to start to move and mm-hmm. to begin to start to feel good. The third thing I would recommend uh, for, for people to start feeling better, you can't get better if you're not taking care of your body. And if you're not really taking care of what you're putting in your body, when you're going through stress, depression, anxiety, any kind of emotional challenge, one of the first things that gets eaten up is our omega-3 and other minerals and vitamins, our B12, our iron. So you want to make sure you're putting that back in, you're replenishing. And I know a lot of times people don't feel like eating, especially when you're um, depressed or when you're going through an emotional time. You've got to force yourself to do it. And if you don't feel like making a full meal, I suggest that you um, try doing some green smoothies. Um, I love green smoothies because you can get a lot of nutrients packed in one drink. You can uh, try, for instance, almond milk. Almond milk has um, um, calcium in it. It's non-dairy, so it doesn't build up the mucus. If you've been crying a lot, you don't need to drink anything with milk anyway because the mucus builds up. So almond milk is good. It has um, iron and lots of calcium in it. Throw in some flaxseed. Flaxseed is fantastic. It has omega-3 in it. Get some chia seed that has protein. You need that protein. Spinach is iron, fantastic. And berries. Berries is an antioxidant. It's going to boost your immune system, which gets beaten down when you're stressed out, anxious, and depressed. You throw that in a blender with some ice, maybe a little bit of honey, raw organic honey for energy, ground it up, maybe throw a banana in there if you like, and you have a smoothie. It's fantastic. You drink it right then and there when it's fresh, and you're replenishing your body, and you feel so much better. Mm -hmm. And one one little hint about that, whenever you're eating um, fruits or or any kind of smoothies like that, you want to make sure you put in some kind of seed because it's fat-soluble. And all the vitamins and everything are absorbed by fat. So when you eat vegetables, and especially fruit, with seeds, then that's the best way to make sure you're getting those vitamins and minerals into your bloodstream because it's absorbed with the seeds. So just a little mm-hmm. nutrition hint. Because you want to make sure that your body is being fortified while you're going through your process of getting well. Right. And the smoothie is a great idea. I do that a lot. I, I have one of those Nutribullets. Not to make a commercial for Nutribullet, but that that works. And there are a lot of places these days all over that actually have juice bars and things like that where you can get a juice or a smoothie or, or something like that. And I would advise everybody to, if you're going to do that, try to go organic on that one. We're just going to stop right here for a quick commercial, and then we're going to be back with Linus Woods Mullins and more of what she has to say. So we'll be back in just a moment. Hey, Jenna, have you seen the TV show Wicked Housewives on Cape Cod on Channel 99? OMG, I love that show. It's with Kathleen O'Keefe Cannabis. She's an international best-selling author and Lori Boyle, the CEO of Lori Boyle Media. Right. They're 
hosting a personal development seminar, Retreat for the Soul. It's about your dreams, meditation, healing, and the subconscious mind. Ooh, it sounds fun and rejuvenating. Let's go. Where do we sign up? Their website, wickedhousewivesoncapecod.com. Did you know that you can use your own radio show to promote your business and become a celebrity in your area or industry? Do you have a great idea for a radio show or a passion that you would like to share with other like-minded people? The Wicked Housewives on Cape Cod radio and TV hosts Kathleen O'Keefe Cannabis and Lori Boyle will show you how. Go to wickedhousewivesoncapecod.com. Do you have a great story to tell or do you want to write your memoir? Best-selling author Kathleen O'Keefe Cannabis and Lori Boyle, CEO of Lori Boyle Media, are the hosts of the Wicked Housewives on Cape Cod TV and radio shows. Join their Writer's Workshop Intensive to get writing and get published. Go to wickedhousewivesoncapecod.com. Okay, so we're back with Linus Woods-Mullins, who is talking to us about surviving transition in your life and in your career. And uh, she has some great tips. Just to uh, recap... Linus, the three tips that you said that were really important was, number one, tell someone. And if you can't just talk it out with someone or or maybe a therapist, then journal. Just write everything out and keep on writing. Uh, The second tip was move, exercise. Not necessarily exercise, but moving. Get out and go to the store and park as far away as you can and and just move. And then the third thing is vitamins and minerals in your food, making sure that you have the right nutrients for every day of, for all those stressful events that, that you're going through or just in everyday life. It's a, it's a great idea. So, Linus, um, thank you for those. I, another question I have for you is, you know, I'm sure you had friends helping you through this transition. And if you're a friend of someone going through something like this, what is something that you can do for them? What is something that you can say? What is something that maybe a friend did or talked to you about that you had a an aha moment uh, and, and really, really helped you? You know, I've had many friends that have helped me on, along this journey, um, especially after I started this business. Um, I came into the, a whole other world, the world of wellness, and I've met some wonderful people uh, who have been supportive, and who are there to listen and give really valid suggestions. But there was one person in particular who was my friend before my journey started, and uh, she has since uh, passed on. But she was a wonderful person. And one of the things she taught me was how to take that quiet time with myself. And, you know, what you what you should do as a friend when someone comes to you like this is begin to put yourself in, in their shoes and also think back at times when you were going through something like that might have been similar. And for my friend, she had gone through something similar in terms of just being overwhelmed and, and anxious. And I, I had no idea. I had no idea because this was long before I had met her. She was a little bit older than I was. So when we became friends, her children were getting ready to go to college, and my kids were toddlers. So uh-huh. she had a wealth of information. But one of the things that she learned during that whole time, she shared with me, and it helped. And that was setting aside a space in my home that was just for me where I could just be quiet and meditate 
and reconnect with my inner self. And that was such a wonderful piece of information. So if you have a friend that's struggling and going through things, go back somewhere in your archives because guaranteed there's a time there where you went through something. What did you do? And share that with them. And I would say in general, anyone who's on that journey to get well emotionally wants to take the time to learn how to be quiet and meditate and reconnect Mm -hmm. with that inner self to learn how to stop all of that chatter, which many times is negative self-talk, and to learn how to just be quiet and focus on something that is positive and good and let that become your inner self-talk instead of the other negative stuff that that tears us down. Right, right. I've been meditating for 25 years, and I found the same thing. I mean, it's very healing. It's when you just quiet your mind and empty it, maybe of of all your thoughts and you just that for even five minutes it's hard to do in the beginning but it takes a little practice because your mind is used to doing anything it wants and Mm -hmm. when Mm -hmm. you when you start to quiet it and and really you're you're sort of taking control of it and you're you're deciding what you're going to think about that is great advice meditation is a great thing to do even even for five minutes it, it really really works now, you have your new business, PraiseWorks, and you have a digital magazine, Wellness Women 40 and Beyond, and mm-hmm. it's beautiful, has great Thank colors, you. great artwork, very interesting artists, articles. So um, tell us about some of the columns you have in your magazine. Well, we have several columns. We have a wonderful dream column by your dear friend, um, Kathleen O'Keefe. Uh, we also have um, some self-help, self-care columns. Um, We have a plethora of topics, anything from weight loss to fitness to energy healing uh, to crystals to colors to interior design and how that can help you feel well in your spirit. The magazine focuses on mind, body, spirit wellness for women over 40. So the topics are really designed to appeal to women who are embarking on that journey of self-discovery after the kids are close to being raised or at least they're self-sufficient and you're beginning to have more time to, to think about how to be well and how to uh, do things in your lives that might be a little different than what you've done before. It's an alternative type of magazine, so you won't see maybe a lot of information about makeup or fashions or, or uh, stuff like that, but you will find out information about financial wellness, um, uh, relationship wellness, uh, sexual wellness in terms of, you know, uh, our sexual health and uh, information about uh, wellness vacations, uh, anything having to do with wellness, you'll find some information about that that's geared towards women over 40. Oh, it's it's a great magazine, and I urge everyone to, to find it on uh, on the Internet. And how could they find it? They can go to my website at praiseworks.biz. That's praiseworks. Praiseworks.biz. Mm-hmm. And, and they, they, can also, they can also Google Wellness Woman 40 and Beyond, and it will come up that way too. Oh, great. Okay, so Wellness Woman 40 and Beyond on Google, and then praiseworks.biz. And you have a free gift and a very generous offer for our listeners. Yes, can you tell them about absolutely. that? Absolutely. Absolutely. Free gift, generous offer is go to my website at praiseworks.biz and that's P R A I S E W O R K S 
oneword.biz, and there a, a little box will pop up, and you'll be able to get a uh, green smoothie recipe book, like what we talked about. There's about, I think, 30 recipes in there for green smoothies, um, fantastic recipes that's totally free. Uh, you can also get uh, 21 tips on how to uh, reduce your stress holistically. Uh, stress is what I happen to specialize in in my coaching practice, and there's 21 uh, tips there of things you can do right now today to begin to de-stress your mess and, and kind of increase the joy and reduce the stress in your life. And also, um, there is a cookbook called Eating the Rain- Rainbow Cookbook, and it's a, um, a cookbook with recipes that focus on getting all the different colors on your plate. Uh, if you have a bright, colorful plate before you, uh, that means you're probably eating healthy as long as you're not using food coloring to get the colors. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that means you're eating pretty healthy. So the recipes there just give you some ideas of things that you can do to make sure you're having healthy meals. Wonderful. Lena, so you're you're offering our listeners a cookbook, a green smoothie recipes, and 21 tips on reducing your stress. Well, as as soon as this interview is over, I'm going to praiseworks.biz and getting my and getting those things because that sounds great. And thank you for that, Linus. That's oh, wonderful. You're, welcome. you're quite so welcome. You thank you. What's next for you? What's coming up? Well, on your really, agenda. In 2016, I'm going to start um, speaking engagements uh, throughout the United States to get out there and share. Uh, my story and my journey of wellness and hopes that it will inspire and help others. Oh, that's wonderful, Linus. Thank you so much for spending this time with us, and uh, I'm sure that um, this interview is going to be very helpful to a lot of people. And thank you for spreading the word about health and wellness to everyone that you meet. Uh, You're a real inspiration. So, Linus, thank you so much, and thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time. Thank you for spending this time with us. We sincerely hope that you have enjoyed the show. If you would like to comment or have an idea for the show or have a question for Lori or for one of her guests, please visit her on Facebook, on her website, where you will find this show and previous shows archived. Join us again next Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Until then, have a great week.